Hello, everyone. Before we get started with today's episode, we wanted to share that whenever we interview guests for At the Table with Pure, we want to make sure that they feel comfortable in their own work environment where they can have work-life balance. And so in this particular episode, you will see that our guest, Yolanda Ahaji's son, appears in the background. You'll hear him throughout, but we wanted to ensure you were aware that Yolanda or Yoli was comfortable with that. So sit back and and enjoy today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever your time is that you're watching this. I am Stephanie Outen and I'm here with my compadre, my BB, my business bay, Erica Thomas. And we are here at the table with Pure. At the Table with Pure is a podcast for us to be able to share with other women in business, women in business partnership, women who desire to be in business for the kingdom of God, to be able to hear the different tips, tools, strategies, our experiences in business, to be able to support you in having the things that you need so that you can be successful. And today we have an amazing guest. We're so excited (laughs) to have her. Yolanda Ahaji. Yolanda, we affectionately call her Yoli, but I'll call her Yolanda for this segment. Oh, Yoli's fine. Okay, Yoli. (laughs) Yoli is the owner of She's Boss LLC. And before I turn it over to Yoli to share a little bit about herself, Erica, chime in. Is there anything you want to say to our viewing audience this morning before we get started? I just want to say you all are in for an amazing treat. Stephanie and I both had the pleasure of working with Yoli individually, just in our own personal lives. And she, not only does she love God, but she has a heart for women. So tune in, get your notebooks and whatever else you need, because this is going to be an amazing journey. Yes. Love it. I love it. All right. So Yoli, take it away and tell us a little bit about She's Boss LLC, what your business is, what you do in the work that you've been called by the father to do and specifically what you're doing now in business. Thank you, Stephanie. And thank you, Erica. First, I want to say thank you for this opportunity to join you all on Pure. Um, Absolutely love what you're doing. So when you you asked to be a part, I was like, yes, I would love to. As Stephanie mentioned, my name is Yolanda Hachi owner of She's Boss LLC, which is a personal consulting company. I'm a money coach. I help women to create luxury blueprints, aka budgets, to help them to manage their money. And the reason I'm so passionate about that is because money management, in my opinion, is the foundation for wealth building, abundance, and what God really does want for his people. We just have to be good stewards over what we have in order to realize that abundance. So I've been in uh, personal finance and actually teaching financial literacy for over 10 years, gone in elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, and different adult facilities to share. I love financial literacy. So to me, I'm always going to say great information because it absolutely is. I come from humble beginnings. I know what it's like to see adults living to pay paycheck to paycheck, deposit to deposit, struggle during the week, 
good time on Friday, back to the same routine. I've seen just a vast majority of my community struggle when it comes to finances and money management. For some reason, God plucked me out and say, you're going to be different. You're going to learn from these experiences and you're going to help people to do better and to understand money management and how it's really tied to financial abundance. So that is my mission. That is my goal. And I'm called to women. I, I believe that women have the ability to influence um, their households, their communities in such an impactful way. And that's personally what I saw with, with my journey and how when I began to do things, people around me began to ask about different things. Like, how do I get my credit? How do I budget? How do I do these things? And so my mission is to continue to spread that message, help women in this arena. So I love it when Yoli says luxury blueprints, <laughs> because when I hear a budget, you know, it's like. Ah! <laughs> so with yeah. luxury blueprints, it truly is the blueprint, right? The strategy, the plan to get you to live in a life of luxury. Budget feels um, to some people and it did for me for so long, very inhibiting. Like I couldn't do anything and I had to really stifle my money and it could only go in these spots. But it allows you to see that when I'm able to have purpose, my money has purpose and it's designated for specific things. It allows me to live a life of luxury. And so that's been an awesome experience in working directly with Yoli for my own personal finances, my own personal luxury blueprint. And as Erica said, the same for her. I just think it's amazing, like you said, Stephanie, even for the shift in the mindset. And it's so strategic of God. Like you said, he plucked you out for some reason, but he plucked you out and then planted you so that the harvest will be all the women that you get to impact. So that's just beautiful. Wow. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. All right. So Yoli. That's one of the biggest things that you do talk about is mindset. And the father saw that you had a different mindset from what you grew up in. And mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit about why it's so important to make sure you have the right money mindset so that you can live that life of luxury, whether it be personally or in business. Yeah, I like to give examples of what we see in general in society. So think about the stories that we may have heard, like basketball players and football players that made tons of money. And for whatever reason, especially in the entertainment industry, a lot of these stars, they make a lot of money and you just see them doing so well with money coming in. And then Years later, they're working at Starbucks or grocery store or they're just struggling. They lose everything they have. And, you know, it's just back to square one or trying to get back into corporate America or something like that to make a living. And so I give those examples because the amount of money doesn't change your mindset. Your mindset is what allows you to when you receive abundance to not only manage it well, make the right decisions or to make informed decisions, but also as your money grows, 
right? Once you have that foundation, when your money grows, you continue to have that mindset and it allows you to even take what you have and and grow it even more so that you don't fall into, unfortunately, the cycles that we've seen some of our, some of the celebrities and sports and athletes and things like that, things that they've fallen into. And I even think it's even more important to look at those examples because a lot of times when we think wealth and money is out there, they may hire other people to do their thinking. So some of their stories have been, I didn't even know I was broke. I didn't even know I was trending towards bankruptcy because they took themselves out of the process, out of the money management process and allow others to come in. Now, I'm not saying when you have so much money, you don't need certain financial advisors and things like that, but you should be a part of the conversation. You should still be managing your money. And when you're swiping or others are swiping for you, you should be a part of that financial review on an ongoing basis to make sure you know the numbers, you know, where your money is going, which I love to say that the luxury blueprint, aka budget is a way for you to tell your money where to go. So it shouldn't change. Once you have that foundation, it shouldn't change wherever you are in your journey. You should have that mindset, that foundation around where is my money going and monitoring it and setting financial goals in order for your money to continue to be there <laughs> and, and essentially grow beyond what you have. Yeah. I, I love that. What you said about the financial review. I think about a lot of the celebrities that I have heard about that talk about how they just weren't paying attention, right? They were in the party because they knew they had it in their mind, but they weren't looking at their bank account. So Yes, it is important to have money managers, financial planners, those that money coaches like yourself that are helping and supporting you in the process with your finances. But they're not the gatekeeper. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be paying attention to your money and watching it and seeing how much you have of it and where it's going. Because (laughs) you have someone else just accessing your finances. That money could be going anywhere. And I love Steve Harvey because he did this amazing interview where he talked about that, where he didn't know where his money was going. Yes. Man who made millions and his money was going out the window and his attorney died. Only because his attorney died and the attorney secretary was able to say, hey, um, like these IRS bills are still sitting here with checks attached. And that's how he ended up in tax issues. He let someone else deal with his money and they weren't sending those checks to the IRS. So you are so right about doing your financial review and making sure you're so totally invested in your money plan and your money growth and everything attached to your money is important. When you think about money, like a lot of people try to separate money from like their kingdom assignment or being a mm. one in the kingdom. They separate it because there's that myth that money is the root of all evil, but we know based on the scripture that it is the love of money. So yes. a lot of times we don't look at it as such. We don't look at the importance and so we don't take the time. And you can Especially if you get to a certain status, not even status. I mean, 
in business, because it's business and you're having to manage a whole lot of things, it's very easy for a person like me that's like, well, I don't really know how to do all that. So let me let somebody else do it. And in, in my own practical life, I was working with somebody else and I had them doing my taxes. But what happened was, you know how the IRS requires a pen? Okay. And if I would have been doing it myself, which I worked with doing it myself this last year, when I ran into that issue, I was able to rectify it. Whereas somebody else, I was just another number. I was just mm-hmm. another person. Mm-hmm. So that just moved off to the side. So now I got issues with my previous tax returns. However, it was like, this was something so small that could have been addressed. And I remember hearing a story about Oprah and Oprah, as big as she had gotten, she was like, I signed every check. Every you know, check. <laughs> that just made sense to me because... yes. Especially when it comes to stewardship. And and that's something that you've been helping me with, changing the whole mindset and the way that I think about money and the way that I see it. It challenges you. It it does challenge you to deal with the why. And I remember one of our first conversations and you were talking about habits that we create and why those habits are there. And then I had the habit of, Friday was always this celebratory time in my life. And when I think about my past, and it never dawned on me why that was a thing. But when we talked about it, most people get paid on Friday. So when my family got paid, we drudged along throughout the week. But when Friday came, it was like celebratory. So as a business owner, why am I having trouble focusing on Friday? You know, because it's like, it's party time now. You know what I'm saying? Right. And even from perspective of, okay, I budgeted this amount for this thing because we're working on something else, but we supposed to go out to eat and do this on Friday. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Y'all will literally change your whole thinking about money, and that's what I love about her. But, but one of the things that I have learned specifically is, honestly, not to beat myself up, because sometimes yes. I beat myself up, especially as I'm working so diligently (laughs) on my luxury blueprint when I see that I may have overspent in a particular area it only will encourage me it's okay I have an opportunity to course correct I can go and I can look at other areas within my blueprint where I can do some things differently if I need to spend a little bit more in another category it's the same in business and so in working with Yoli I created my personal and my business blueprint so that I'm able to understand, okay, even in business, where is my money going? How have I purposed my money? This money has an assignment and the assignment is to get me to multimillionaire, billionaire status. In order to do that, I gotta know where the money is going first. And so one of the other questions that we wanted to talk to you about or ask Yoli is, you're a woman in business, you are, essentially a solopreneur, as they, you know, call it, you're not in business partnership with anyone but the father. With creating your financial plan, especially when you are going from solopreneur, maybe even business partnership, what are some of the things that you could share or encouragement or support that you can provide to women in business 
that may be shifting in how they're doing business? Great question, because I like to continue to reiterate the foundational piece, right, of money management. Once you have a foundation, it can definitely carry over into your your business and especially a partnership. So when you just solopreneur, you have your money management system down packed. This is how you do it. I recommend when two people are coming together, you both talk about what money system you're used to. I think that's like the first thing, because there may be an opportunity for you to mesh those two styles together to see what will work best from a business perspective. But it could also be that, let's say Stephanie had a money management system that was more, I would say, maybe aggressive in making sure that not only things were paid, but also she's already in the investment phase and things like that. Whereas maybe Erica may have a different style. Her style was more so personal money management and the business since the solopreneur were in the same bucket and all being managed together. And so when you come together and have a conversation, it's more like, okay, this is kind of what I'm used to. Even though it was just me and business, this is how I did it. Everything was all together. And then you think about your business, right? What type of business? Is it a service business? Is it e-commerce? And then you both can just have that conversation. But it's so good because you come together and you're talking about a money management system. And then you have an opportunity to establish a new money management system, maybe taking some tidbits from, let's say, Stephanie's style and what she was used to and Erica's style and what she was used to. There is no, I don't think there's any wrong. It's more so what will work best for the partnership. When you get into business and actually managing a lot of money, you can have the most simple money management system all the way up to a treasury management system or ERP, enterprise resource system, where it's like, you're managing payroll, accounts accounts payable, accounts receivables, and all of this stuff. When you think about corporations or having a really large business where you've got employees, you've got a bunch of vendors that are being paid, you've got a bunch of clients that are paying you on a regular basis, that will require a different type of money management system. But at the end of the day, coming from solopreneur, going into a partnership and in business with somebody else, the conversation, right? What are you used to? And what that will do too, is that may uncover that maybe one of the individuals didn't have a money system. So you might need to start with, okay, let's talk about money management because that may be a red flag that there may be an opportunity for that person as they come into the partnership. And so Really addressing that head on right in the beginning will also ensure success with the business. Yes, I love that because I know when we first heard that partnership was like marriage, that was the first issue that I was like, Lord, you we, we over here, we ain't really got no money system like that, Lord. So we did have to have those conversations. And it was through the business partnership that it really helped me to understand and get a better 
um, management system like that. I had tools in place, invoicing and different things of that nature. But having the accountability of a business partner definitely put me in a position where managing the finances, like we're putting the expenses on a spreadsheet and we're and documenting the income and we're following up when it comes to invoicing and accounts payable, accounts receivable and all these different things. So it, it wasn't that it was so hard to come into, but it was a necessary conversation and a necessary place of growth for me and Stephanie as well. So, yeah, thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> De- definitely. Yeah. Place of growth. I know. For me, it was the merging of money, the um, whole idea of, okay, this person got to know my finances. I need to know their finances because it's not just about the business. We had to understand how each of us manage money. And yes, that was being able to say, um, Erica, (laughs) look, (laughs) in my personal life, I only have X amount of money to do X amount of things. And so when it comes to bringing those finances together, we had to be very mindful, right, of how each of us think where we were in our current state, because that transfers into how you do business with someone. And we didn't want our personal to impact business. So that's why we were clear. Look, we got to get the personal right, because when we're right personally, our business will be right. And that's what we've seen. And even in working with you, Yoli, and the things that we were doing prior to coming together with you, we began to make those adjustments. The business might be like doing okay. And personally, you're like, oh, I'm over here um, just spending and doing this and doing that. Okay. We had to develop a new mindset. And that was so, so key. And I'll keep plugging Yoli and Erica will keep plugging Yoli <laughs> and the money coach because truly the work that you have been doing with us I've worked with uh, financial advisors. I've worked with those that have tried to help me budget, but none of those individuals ever did for me what you did, which was the mindset work, really helping me understand what was at the root of some of my money concerns or money challenges. And a lot of things stem from my childhood and how I grew up and what I heard and what I saw and being able to break that down to the core and get to the root of that thing is what allowed me to say, okay, this has to stop. It ends with me, just like with you and your family. God plucked you out. God was like, this ends with you. The cycle of poverty mindset has to end with you because you cannot step into the next level where God is calling you if you have a poverty mindset. And poverty mindset is not always just attached to finances. Right, right. right. That work that you did was really just so critical for me and I know for Erica too, because it had to break some things off of us in, especially in the season where we are, where God is like, I'm doing something so new. I'm elevating you to the next dimension and you cannot yes. go if you're not willing to address this stuff here at the foundation. Yes. The foundation is messed up. Everything yes. you try to build is going to crumble. But yes, absolutely. I mean, and, and I'll say like, this is not from my own accord. Like, God, literally, I was driving on the interstate a few months ago and he literally gave me, I told my husband, I got to record. So he was like, okay, get your phone. <laughs> and I'm on the recorder because God just boom, mental, emotional, spiritual habits. Yeah. It's tied to abundance. 
period, point blank. And like you said, Stephanie, when we began open up our minds and our hearts to get to the root of some of our actions and the way that we think and the way that we feel mm-hmm. it, and, and money is spiritual. We can't people can't get around that. <laughs> money is spiritual. It is also when I think of money, I also, and I may be going a little bit too deep, but when we believe that God is our supply, if we believe that God is our supply, this all seeing, all having everywhere God, how can we confess that we're broke? It doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense. So when you tap into the fact that God as our supply, that is our supply, then you it, it just changes the way you feel, the way you see, the way you um, believe about money. So when somebody's telling me that they walk in by faith to God is about to do some things, I'm like, yes, do that because God can do exactly what he told you he was going to do because he has it all. Yes, he has it all. We as humans begin to limit ourselves because of the limiting beliefs and what maybe what we've been exposed to, what has been projected onto us by others, especially as children, young adults. But there comes a time where we can begin to take those limiting beliefs and say, this no longer serves me, especially when you're a believer, especially when you say, I believe in God. God tells us over and over again in his word about who he is to us. And all of these scriptures, like, come on, when you add it up, that is not in alignment with limiting beliefs. Yes. So when we think about abundance, it's not the same as what we see on TV. It's not the same as what we see portrayed in, in Hollywood. It's so much deeper than that. Yeah. And it's not just about money. There's way more, but finances is a big part of it because of we're humans, we're in this world, we need it to purchase things, take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. But at the core is our belief system. At the core is tapping into the belief that God is our supply. So how can we ever be without? And that's why you're my money coach, because... The, the way that the world functions and the way that the world operates is contrary to the way that the kingdom works. Because when you said that about in a position of walking by faith, and a lot of times God will put you in a position where the numbers may not add up. And that's what he, he showed me. He's like, I'm not dealing with you so much on the numbers as it is the mindset and the beliefs behind that. Why is this important? Why are you in this position? What are you thinking that needs to change so that when I flow through you, because I'm the source, when the source flows through you, it has to be able to get to where it needs to get. And if you're not conscious that your limiting beliefs is stopping that, then you are affecting what God wants to do in the kingdom through you. So our audience is women who are purpose for partnership, meaning that God has called them in this time to 
represent his kingdom in a business partnership and also women in business in general. But when you do have a kingdom mindset, you can't go in it thinking that one plus one equals two. Say that again, Erica. That's right. That's right. It, 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 that's not how it works. It is about being obedient and how God has shaped us. And when he highlighted you to us and like, hey, you, y'all need to talk to her. I, like I said, our first conversation, I was like, OK, I see why. I see why, because you have to have a kingdom mindset when you are placed in the kingdom of God to do the work of the kingdom. Yeah. When Jesus said in the land, the taxes were due. But none of us were working a job. We we doing the work of the kingdom and it manifested. He's like, go over there to that fishing and get the money out. He the money had an assignment. It had to go pay the taxes. It was like it wasn't like go and frivolously do it. It had a purpose. It had a direction. That's what the luxury blueprint is about. That's what the plan is. And and that's one of the things you said to me that blessed me. You may not necessarily have the finances coming in to match what it is you're saying you believe in God for. However, if you had a blueprint, you already know how to direct the money. When it comes in, a lot of times God is waiting on us to have a plan yes, so that he can then, as the source, everything that you said is just has been amazing. It's even bringing things back up to me like, okay, you need to focus on some things. But if we had to end this, what are some financial management tips that you would want to leave women with women in business, women who are called to business partnership. What are some of the top, I would say, three financial tips? And you can give more if you have more. So with this one, I I definitely want to, number one is the money management system. There's no way around it. There's no way around it, (laughs) period. Some businesses may already be flowing and and money's coming in, but without a money management system, without being intentional about seeing where your money is going, about telling your money where to go, it's almost like you're putting a wall up when it comes to free-flowing, true abundance. We have to do our part. And, and Erica, when you were talking, faith without works is dead came up because we might believe that faith without works is just a simple step. And I'm going to believe, but I'm also going to do a little something to add on to it. But this is a perfect example. Money management is the perfect example of a work. Having faith. But the work is actually the money management system. It's okay, God, I'm believing you for abundance. Then God is like, okay, then put in the work. That's that money management system. So that's definitely number one. Number two, in partnership, in any partnership, whether it's marriage, but we're talking about business, right? Understand what each other's strengths are. One person, again, may have a background to where they're used to blowing money fast. They're used to using their money on whatever they want, like a sense of entitlement. And that kind of drives their habits and, and how they see money and spend money. Whereas the other one may be a bit more reserved and more structured and more intentional about where their money is going. No matter what it is, it's a conversation. 
and then play to each other's strengths. The one that has a structure, which is going to be beneficial to the success, the financial success of the business may want to take the reins or the lead on having those financial discussions on a regular basis. The other person may be busy doing marketing or maybe out getting clients and things of that nature and focus on that because that may be their strength. Another person's strength may be on the money management side. Don't be afraid to let each other do where their strength is. So definitely play to your strengths. And if both of you have an opportunity, then maybe it is, okay, well, let's seek out someone that can help us to create a money management system to get us on the right track. And then you both work together or the person that tends to be more structured, maybe they take the lead on the money management side and and making sure that the other partner is aware of everything that's going on by having those regular financial discussions. And then the last one I would definitely say is communication. One of the values that we talk about in my program is about the fact that we, when the hard conversations and the hard things come up, we do, we face them head on. We face our financial situation head on. We don't shy away from it. So if things aren't going as well or as planned, open communication is definitely going to help you to get through those rough spots. Not having the communication, that's where, especially financially, that's when things can really go, you know, south. And we don't want that. So having open communication when times are good, when times are not so good, is definitely key to that strong partnership on the financial side, for sure. What you said about learning and understanding each other's strengths and I think about those individuals who are in business together where neither one of you may be strong, right? And neither one of you have a structure, especially around money and the finances and the financial plan for the business. That's when you do call in a money coach. That's when you say it's time that we get some help because you don't want to be in that position of struggling, trying to figure out something that you're not gifted with. And having someone that is a money coach, a financial advisor, an investment strategist, like that core team of people God has graced with the ability to know and understand these things that help create and maintain wealth. It's important to align yourself with those types of individuals. Yolanda Haji, this has been (laughs) an honor. Yoli, our personal and our business money coach, we thank you. We appreciate you. We want you to share with the people how they can find you. Tell them a little bit about your maybe introductory program that they can be a part of. And we'll also share it, share this information on the actual page for the show. We'll share it there as well, but tell the people how they can find you. Perfect. So you can go to my website, uh, com, And there you can pretty much get to anything uh, concerning me. You can get to my, if I have a different w- workshops going on, I'll make sure they're there. Um, if you want to book a consultation with me, you can also get there, get that link there as well. And so I typically like to talk to people before we begin to work. So you can book a 15 minute consultation where we just talk about your, what you're looking to 
improve, what you're looking to change. And then let's just have a conversation to see if we're good to work together. Outside of that, I do have coaching uh, programs. I'll be launching a four-week boot camp in the coming weeks. And that's where we're really going to take the time. And it'll be group coaching, of course, but we'll go through and we'll talk about the mental, emotional, and spiritual habits. We'll go through and we'll break things down from a luxury blueprint perspective. Why is it important? Why do you need it? How to use it? It's hands-on training. It's hands-on education so that you can make informed decisions. And in addition to that, I do offer one-on-one. So if you want to just work with me one-on-one, you can also do that as well. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, Instagram. You can find me under Yoli Dadahachi in my personal page. I would say just go to my business page because it's going to have what you need. <laughs> so Yoli Dadahachi, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok is under the budget, the underscore budget boss. All right. Yes, that's perfect. Well, Yoli, we, we love you. So we just appreciate yeah, Thank you. We appreciate <laughs> The wealth of knowledge that you are, we appreciate you sowing your journey into the lives of so many people. And we just bless you in that. We know that God is going to produce a massive harvest for you and the abundance that you sowed into the lives of other people. He is going to multiply um, greatly through your life and for your legacy. So we just appreciate you. We love you. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Eric and Stephanie. I appreciate this opportunity to come and uh, speak to you and to your audience. This was a, a true pleasure. This is what I love to do. So thanks again. Thank you so much for joining us today. This has been an awesome episode of At the Table with Pure. And I'm your host, Stephanie Allen, my co-host, or my compadre, Erica Thomas, and our very special guest today, Yolanda Ahaji. We just want you to follow us, check us out, go to purposeforpartnership.com. That's purposeforpartnership.com, where you can find out all things that are going on with Pure, sign up for our mailing list, and definitely just become a part of this community that we're creating for Women in Business Partnership. We have so much more in store for you. So we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>